Hey, my friends, it's been a very exciting day. There's been so many developments happening over the last 24 hours. If you have not heard, we are trying a new format. We've been working on it all day, and we are so excited to show you it. Tell us a little more, Robin. Tell them about our guest, too. Yeah, we're going to be do a, doing a format. We asked on the Improv Aficionados uh, Facebook group for people to send us images. And then we're using those images as inspiration for our scenes. So people are sending us their favorite images from all across the web, and we're going to turn those into improv scenes. And for that, we have an awesome guest for you today. His name's Cullen Marshall. He is a member. He was a member of Burpee's CD theatrical company at, at uh, Denison University, which was the same improv group that Steve Carell was in at Denison University. And he also is previously of Improv Anonymous in Louisville, Kentucky. Thanks for coming on, Cullen. Oh, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm super excited about it. That is super exciting. So is it true that you're the best improv performer in the history of that team? Um, you know, it's debatable. Some have said yes, some have said no. Um, so I guess we'll, we'll see. <laughs> and you're, you're also a child neurologist, so... Do you have you figured out what makes funny funny at the neuro, neurological level? Um, at the neurological level, no. At the child level, um, it's a lot easier to to kind of comprehend and get your sense around it. Um, kids are hilarious, dude. Just like getting to to be around kids every day, you see just how like silly and like innocent their senses of humor are. So um, yeah, it's a pleasure to do. We'll crack, we'll crack the, you know, finer points of the brain one day. We'll get into that, but we'll leave it at that for now. That's awesome. I, I've got some friends who teach improv to kids and especially the ones that teach to like middle school, they just say it's like such a hoot, like such a treat to be teaching um, that age. Cause folks are just like, I mean, they still got that kid like wonder, but they're like yeah. figuring out the world and they're not afraid to just go out and make mistakes. Yeah. And they're like, they're naturally good improvisers. Like the, you know, the imagination that they use, like when they play and live is like a great skill for improv that they do it all the time, every day. That Gosh, was that's probably, some, uh... go ahead. I was going to say, that's probably the biggest aha moment for me was realizing that to be good at improv, you kind of just have to act like a big ass kid and actually own it, not be embarrassed. Oh, well, I look kind of childish doing this. You just have to own it like a kid does. Yeah, you got to be a just a big butt kid. Make yeah. sure you don't swear around the child neurologist. <laughs> exactly. You are the most legitimate guest we have had as far as credentials. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I feel, I feel honored. I know a child neurologist. I have a lot of children. I'm like, hey, if I ever, if anyone ever tells me, do you know a child neurologist? I'm going to say yes. I do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I appreciate everyone. it, guys. The honor, the honor is being on y'all's podcast. So I, I appreciate it. Awesome. Um, well, we've got the first image that is queued up, and this one came from Sammy Baker. So let's go ahead and get started. Wow, that is really wide. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we're going to be able to leap over it. That is 
gaping is the term that comes to mind really when I see that just are you I'm not quite sure that this is the greatest idea you've had it's not the greatest idea I've had but what other options do we have we're getting borne down on by the bounty hunters if we don't leap over this crevasse they're gonna push us right in or take us back to the city I don't know why I ever listened to you and decided that smuggling weed across the border was a good idea. Oh, It was a good idea when we were making a lot of money, but then the bounty hunters came, and, you know, they're real serious about weed these days. Ever since the quarantines, even, even a blunt, just one blunt is enough. To get three stars, and once you have three stars, that's when they send the real bounty hunters after you. We don't fucked up, man. Oh God, here here comes one now. <clears throat> hey there, y'all fellas. Hey, hey, sir. How's it doing? How's it doing? He- hello. Yeah, it's a beautiful day out here. You know, sun shining bright. The fog from the crevasse is creeping up in its most beautiful, creepy sense. What brings you two fellas out here to these parts? Uh, sightseeing. We love the crevasse. We love the sights. We love the orange, smog-like look of the horizon. That's why we're here. Nothing we, else, promise. We, we met at this crevasse. This is the first crevasse that we found each other at we like to come back here every once in a while just to remember those days yeah i you know i remember my first time seeing this old crevasse here i wasn't nothing but a little wee youngster but it still made a big impression on me you could say so now you just come out here and look at it the same way we do i assume oh you know i come i look i you know see if i can find anything interesting happening around here but Oh, there's nothing interesting around here. Don't worry about that. Just two people who met at the crevasse and like coming back here every once in a while. <laughs> every once in a while, not not often. Just you know, here and there, here and there. Y'all, y'all smell something a little uh, fishy about this situation here. Uh, it's a it's it's a crevasse. I'm sure there's a, a plenty of fish in there. That 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 would explain it. That's probably why the fog's coming up. There's water, fish, uh, different temperatures. And yeah, well, you don't got to try to science me, boy. I know this crevasse like the back of my knuckles. I know there ain't no fish down there. I'm smelling something different. You, you must be fish- smelling the breeze, the beautiful breeze that comes through this valley every the, every morning. The smog breeze? Boy, if you think that smells good, then you ain't seen nothing. Is it? I I, I just can't smell. Uh, you know, I, I got sick a few months ago. I lost my sense of smell. So I I don't I don't know what smell you're referring to, but I would be happy to help you find out. Come on, let's help this guy, right? We're good citizens. Yeah. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, let's let's get on the case. Let's figure out what this smell is. Yeah. I'll I'll be honest with you, boys. Okay, I I told you I come around these parts. I go looking for something, you know. I'm I'm looking to to buy something, you know, to buy a little uh, you know, 
some of that dandelion kind of stuff. You know what I mean? Well, you should have uh, just said. Dandelions? Uh, I like dandelions. I, I, I can't smell them, but uh, do you like green dandelions? I do. I do like the green dandelions. We also have some dandelions that are baked into baked goods. Oh, brownies? Yes, brownies. And pound cake, too. Are you, are you a cop? Oh, a cop? I, 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 I wouldn't say say something like that, no. But you have a five-point badge right there that says law enforcement officer. Oh, yeah, that's just something I, I like to, you know, be able to use to my advantage should I, should the situation arise. <laughs> All right, well, let me uh, let me discuss it with my partner. I think I saw a, a batch of green dandelions right over there, right right over the yonder. Uh, just give us one moment. We just need to chat yeah, sure. so that we can discuss helping you out. Okay, Wanda, go for the jump. See. <laughs> Oh, oh, um, uh, Mister, um, could you could you help me find um where my dog went? I suppose I can help you. Yeah, I just uh, Sparkle and I we were we were taking a walk over um you know by the slide and um this this big bird came and and, and scooped them up right right by the collar and and. They flew right into the sky. Mm-hmm. Oh, that damn bird. That damn bird's taking three dogs of mine. Yeah, I just, you know, he was he was a good friend. We went way back. You know, he, he was a, a man's best friend, you could say. I, I'm not a man yet, but, you know, I, I think one day I'll be a man. And, you know, I imagine he's the kind of best friend that I that I would have. Well, Ricky, you know... I don't like really, I don't like having children around here. Oh. You can see it on the wall, but your old dad, your old dad was a good man. And I know that after he passed, you don't have a whole lot of male guidance in your life. So I'll make one exception so we can strategize and figure out how we can get you a little doggy back. Oh, I, I really appreciate that, sir. You know, I, you know, I've come around here. Every now and then, because I, I do kind of see you know a bit of a father figure in you. I, I hope it, that doesn't embarrass you for me to for me to say that. Oh, Ricky, that I had three boys of my own, ages thirty three, thirty eight, and fifty two, and they won't even call me on Father's Day. So I got plenty of time to spare. Oh, I, I I'm so sorry to to hear that. You know if. If it would make you feel better, I I am selling some um some Boy Scout popcorn. Ah, uh, well, I'm not a big fan of popcorn. Uh, I'm allergic to corn, but uh, but I I'll buy one. I'll buy one here. Oh, well, you know, as a, as a father figure, you know, I, I I really think of a father figure as someone who provides, and I I 
I think you could, you know, buy more than one just as, as a supportive, you know, gesture to the local troop. Um, we have, we have deals. What does this troop do? Oh, well, we, we go around and sell, sell popcorn. So, uh, you sell popcorn. It's a financial popcorn selling operation. Is that, am I understanding correctly? Yeah. You know, we meet once a week, and they tell us to, you know, do the spiel about the dog getting scooped up by the bird and about how you don't have a dad anymore and you're looking for a father figure, and then you try to swindle him a little bit. See? I'm sorry, that wasn't going to get better than that. That was hilarious. We'll get through it. I believe in it. Ah, I just... I just love how delicious and melty this is. This is wonderful. Oh, yes, sir. It is our, um, it's the special of the day. It's um, quite popular amongst those with finer tastes. I, I think I feel like I can taste a, a hint of Gruyere underneath it, like a little, little, little undertaste of Gruyere. Oh, yes, you know, Chef Francois would say that the Gouillère really provides the foundation, while it is the Parmesan that adds the, the extra kick on top. Oh, and I, th- I feel like I could taste a little bit of the monsterella too, a little, little, a little like a monster's bowl. Oh, yes. Yes, monster's um, bowl is um, a very good complement to um, the um, Colby... Um, as well. Francois, I really just love how you understand this food so well. It's just, you, you amaze me. Well, I, I don't know what's the bigger passion of mine, whether it is describing the food or whether it is just watching people eat the food. May I top your water, sir? Oh, please. Yeah, please, please just put a little bit more water in the water cup. There you go, sir. Thank you. Uh, Thank you so much. And, and Jeffrey, would you also bring a little bit of the brie to top off his brie cup as well? I can definitely do that, Master. And, uh, Francois, you, you probably see hundreds of people. You probably watch hundreds of people eat food every week in this restaurant. Yes, yes. I mean, but uh, compared to the ones that I see with my own eyes and, you know, add that to the, the ones I see on my hidden cameras, um, you know, add that to the ones that I, um, you know, keep videos of on my cell phone. Yes, you could say I see thousands. You have hidden cameras that you follow people with. That's a genius way to increase the number of people that you're watching. Yes, yes. You know, it's it's all a matter of, of what you want out of life. And if, you know, seeing people then enjoy their food is one of your passions, well, then why not just let it ride wild? Francois, I just have to say, though, I, I took you to be more of a quality guy, not so much of a quantity guy. I thought you'd be trying to get the best eating of food, not just the mass quantities that you've been collecting. It's a balance. It's a balance. Everything we serve here is of the finest quality. But when it comes to my own personal predilections, I have to say I 
I enjoy numbers. You gotta, you gotta appreciate a numbers guy. You gotta appreciate somebody who goes out there and really crunches the numbers, and real, and really realizes what the heart of his passion is. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. May I, um, may I show you around? Oh, why, yes. I, I always just come in and sit down here right next to the window, and I feel mm. like I haven't been able to see the rest of the restaurant. Oh, well, we appreciate our customers with their. Uh favorite spots but let me show you in back where the magic happens oh yes of course I, I'm gonna grab my brie thank you alright oh, it's pretty spacious back here <clears throat> yes and your cheese doesn't really take up too much room and when all you serve is cheese well there's leaves room for other endeavors Oh, wow. Oh, look at all the the screens. Oh, my, my word. Mm-hmm. It's so many different angles, so many different shots. Yeah. This, this is remarkable. I, they, must be, they must be pinhead cameras. I don't see any of these in the room. No, no, we're very, um, you know, secretive on our um, trade secrets, but... Well, um, let me show you. Would you like to see um, yourself, um, you know, eating our um, croque monsieur from um, last week? Or would you like to see two months ago when you enjoyed our fresh grits of the day? There's no way you can show me two months ago. You can just pull that up that quickly. Oh, of course, monsieur. We have everything on you. All right, go ahead. Show me. Okay. Click. Oh my, I was wearing that green patterned jacket. Yes, you have, you have a great, uh, great form, sir. You know, might I point out um, the way you delicately balance the croque monsieur and uh, bring it just to the tip of your mouth? Very, very great technique. Sir. Can you... Can you... So, I, I'm sorry Hello. to interrupt. I, I just, as you requested, Master, here you go. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, the Brie on Brie. Is it it time that we told him, Master? Is it time that we told him what's really happening here? Yes, I I, I believe it is time. Francois? What do you mean, what's really happening here? It may be very difficult to process all at once, so I do suggest you do remain seated. All right. This is all part of your imagination. This is all a simulation. These memories are false and have been implanted into your psyche. We're only figments of your imagination. Wait, so... This ever since I came back here, right? The 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 cheese room is real, right? I'm afraid oh. not, sir. The oh. whole thing, the whole thing. The bus ride over. I'm afraid not. We are only a manifestation of your deepest desires, brought so to you by an AI. Well, that's that's not so bad. I mean voyeurism and 
cheese have always been the two things that I've been most passionate about. And here I'm seeing a masterclass in each of these all put together in one room. I mean, I kind of wouldn't rather be anywhere else. We created, well, you created this simulation for that very reason, because you no longer wanted to live in the apocalyptic doomsday that was planet Earth in the year 2085. And I also really cared about self-awareness and self-examination and being aware of the experience you're having, so I programmed you to tell me this, too. You did, sir, and you told us that you would say that because you programmed it to be so. This is so comforting. I was about to get a little bit freaked out seeing how good all the cheese was and what a fantastic job you've done here, but it totally makes sense that this came out of my mind. I mean, I've been imagining this room for years and years and years now. Master. Yes, sir. Would you reveal the next phase of our multi-tiered plan? Let us step into the next room. Oh, please tell me it's going to be a cheese orgy. And see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, I'm throwing the next one on. Man. Yeah. You know, when I when I think about it, it seems like it's been less than that. You've been my best friend almost my entire life. That is crazy to think about. And we didn't even like each other at first. You know, that's got to be how a lot of good relationships start, though. You know, I mean, you grow up watching those Disney movies, right? And a lot of people hate each other. But then you somehow start to to see the good in them. And I don't know. You know, maybe that just, just makes us stronger. There's just such a fine line between love and hate. And when you cross that line... You find such wonderful things, such as this friendship. Think of all the things we've been through. We went to middle school together. Mm -hmm. We went to high school together. We went to college together. Yeah. I started my business. You got your doctorate. And yeah. here we are, drinking mimosas. Yeah. <sighs> Do you have any regrets? Oh, man. Regrets? Yeah, regrets. I think I may. I want to know if you have any. I just, I, I don't think I've ever really stopped to think about it, you know? I guess that, that would be a regret that I haven't stopped enough to think about regrets. I mean, you know, sometimes that, that kind of inner turmoil, maybe it'd be turned off a little bit better if I just, you know, you know stopped and thought about it for a second, but... I used to be that way too, but the older I get, the I look back more and more, and I just like relitigate my own life, and I relive memories and moments, and I feel if I would have only done this, then this would have happened. And at the same time, it's not helping me. It's it's not helping me. I, that confidence, you know, I've always been confident, Pete. Yeah, you know, I've always I had know. so much confidence. I know. I know. Okay, I, you know, I guess, 
I remember that one time we were in college and you know we were we were hanging out at the pizza place and and I was in line, you know. I was just trying to get my like pepperoni ordered, but you know, Jennifer was behind me and I I always had a thing for Jennifer and there was something so magical about just that that pizza parlor at that moment, you know, with with that Billy Joel song playing on the boombox and that just smell of that like fresh freaking like mozzarella, you know, and, and we didn't air. start the fire. We didn't start the fire. I remember uh, that at Mr. Sacco's pizza. Yeah. I just, I wish I would have told Jennifer, you know, Hey, you know, I like you, you know, but well, you can gonna... tell her now. <gasps> oh my gosh. What? Were you here the whole time? I just got off the elevator. Jennifer. Here, um, take a mimosa, Jennifer. And Thank you. Sit you know down. Have a seat. Have a seat. I'll go, get, I'll go fetch something. You two just talk. I'll, I'll be right back. Oh. Yeah, Jennifer, we were, you know, we were just kind of waiting around for, you know, the boss's briefing on the most recent... Um, you know, finance report, but and we we just got to reminiscing about old times and um, I don't know how how are you, Jennifer? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I'm just I'm just in town for a layover, and I knew you were working here from LinkedIn, and I figured I'd just stop by and say hi. You stopped here just to just to say hi to me? Yeah, I mean, you're the only friend I have in Albuquerque. Oh wow, and it. It has nothing to do with our like boss like giving away a bunch of crave cases like at the meeting today. Like you're not you're not here just for the White Castle. You're here just to talk to me. You knew I was never here for just for the White Castle. You knew that night when we didn't start the fire starter playing that it was a special night. I didn't I care about the pepperoni pizza at the time. I just liked being around you. But you Jeff. didn't make that move. Well, I know. I just you know, I'm someone who's always hesitated and I, well, I mean, I used to be someone who never like, you know, reflects or like thinks about regrets, but then like, like literally five minutes ago, I became someone who thinks about regrets and, and Jennifer, you're my, you're my regret. I'm glad you regret that. I've actually been thinking about that for a long time. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'm on my jet ski and I'm just riding i'm just going down the coast and thinking of things that i wish had happened i wish i'd published that book a year earlier so it would have come out at the same time the financial crisis happened instead of a year later and then everyone had already litigated it i wish i had had only had two kids instead of three and then and then i think about the pizza shop i think about billy joel and i think about you uh, well, Jennifer, I mean, it's, it sounds like some things have gone pretty, pretty well for you. I mean, if you got a, a jet ski, you got kids. I mean, Greg and I, you know, we we've been working here for like twelve years, and all all we get is our like yearly excitement about boss bringing White Castle, you know, once a year. But I mean, I'm I'm happy for you. You you sound like some things are are going okay. They are going okay superficially but 
you know, there's a there's a reason I chose Albuquerque as this layover. I find myself on LinkedIn a lot recently, browsing oh. for jobs, and for some reason, I just keep on typing in your name over and over again. Yeah. Would I just you... wonder, and and it's, you know, you never update the business <sighs> you're working at because you're you've been at the same place, but you you but you're always adding new tasks. You're always adding new tasks. That's kind of how you were growing up. I remember that you, you know, you'd always be like, "Oh, you know, I'm still on the track team, but this this year I'm doing the 500." I'm like, "Oh, I'm, you know, this year I'm doing hurdles," or, um, you know, you started javelin throw junior year. You remember that? I do. Yeah, it took it took me a while to get used to how heavy it was. You know, you you don't think about how heavy it is, but um, yeah, I mean, they they got me doing new stuff around here. Like, you know, I. I used to mostly just replace like those, you know, the, you know, you know, like water coolers, you know, like, in, like office environment, everyone's hanging out the water cooler. Well, you know, I, I always made sure that there was fresh water in that blue chuck always. I mean, I was, I was steadfast, you know, I mean, people, people always like totally just, you know, knew I'd be there for that. But now they, they got me refilling paper too in the printer. Um, Cause I, I mean, when, when the printer gets gets empty, you know they they look to me. They they gave yeah. me they gave Pete. me they gave me a doctorate. Oh, Pete, what's Greg? What's up? All right, so there was a guy. <coughs> there was a guy outside, and he had a trench coat on. And he said he sold me these pills, and he said if we take these pills, that these pills would take us back to the moment of our biggest regrets and let us do our our, our biggest regret. Here, oh my gosh. Greg, thank you. Thank you. Where's my mimosa? Yeah, Jennifer? I hope I'm going to see you in a few moments. I hope so too, Jennifer. Cheers. Clink! Well, these javelins, they're pretty heavy. I'm not sure if you should start throwing javelin. Yeah, I, I, I can do it. I'm a, I'm a big boy. Are you sure you want to throw a javelin? You sure you can do this? They're, they're pretty heavy sticks. Oh, I'm going to make it work. I'm going to learn new tasks. I'm going to get a doctorate one day. I'm going to be a successful partner in a business. Give me that wanna, javelin. I don't want you to regret this because you're going to hurt your arm when you first throw it. and That's going to be a bad feeling. I'm not going to regret it. Give me that javelin. I told you you to hurt your (laughs) I'm going to regret this for the rest of my life scene (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh (laughs) oh my god okay okay we'll do uh, we'll do hack the internet for the last ones so Cullen, for, for these last, for Hack the Internet, we're yeah. just going to go through all the rest of the suggestions and just do short, like, 15, 10, 15 seconds. Oh, scenes. is that, where is this music? Are you up hearing music? Okay, no. sorry. <laughs> My iTunes just started blasting <laughs> some pumped up music, and I thought you were doing it. And I was like, oh, man, break the internet. Like, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? I'm ready. Sorry, can you just the regret poo?
Can you tell me about the instructions again? Okay. Then hack the internet. We just go through all the suggestions that we have left over, and we just do 10 to 15-second scenes. Okay. Cool. Even short. Okay. I'm going to throw, throw the next one. Look what I got for you. Oh, it looks like it's an autographed Derek Jeter baseball bat. It's edible, too. Oh, he autographed a salami baseball bat. This is amazing. Oh, yeah. You take all of the salami. <laughs> Hack. <laughs> all right. New one is up. My friends, I gather here. I gather you here today to to talk about something that has become uh, apparent to us all. I I know that not all parts of my body might look human, but it's something I've grown accustomed to, and I think you all should accept it too. We do accept it. We love you the way you are. We accept you just how you want to be. I am no, I'm quite glad that I have collected friends with such easy sensibilities. You all will be good companions from here on out. Hack. <laughs> Listen, you fucking atheist. Get out of our church. No, God sucks. <laughs> Oh, I never thought I'd hear those words. I will not let the powers of evil dissuade me from the path of my Lord. Smite you! Smite him! Smite him, my Lord! Smack. <laughs> All right, this is the last one from Jay Jeter. Yes. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. yeah, no, it's you talk you talk, Dad. <clears throat> I was just gonna say that we have some rules around this house, you know, and um I, I have to say that these rules are rules for a reason. For your own good. And it's about time you better start listening to these rules. Dad, if I can't eat a pound of salami a day. I, I, I don't know why I even need to live. Hack. <laughs> All right, Colin. Thank you so much for coming on Alternative Hack Social Distance Warriors. It's so much fun having you. Oh, thank you guys uh, so much. It was, it was a blast. I loved it. Thank you. You were awesome. Super fun. And again, a freaking child neurologist. We got a child yeah. neurologist. <laughs> We've been shooting for this, man. <laughs> and, and, uh, and we've got an awesome guest that's going to be coming up this weekend uh, from the Slumberjacks, the host of Not Another Jimmy Late Night Show. Jim Minnelli is going to be coming on Sunday. So we're looking forward to that. My homie, shout out to Jim. Next time, see ya. <laughs>